Hey friends, over the next few months, I will be interviewing unique people who have great ideas on how to make radical changes in America's eating habits, boost awareness of our environment, and contribute to the economic health of our country. This is Meryl Kennedy, and this is my podcast. Welcome to Rise Up Your Bowl. I am so excited today because I get to introduce you to my sister and brother-in-law, Chantel and Ashley Dixon, and they're going to tell us a little bit about the farm. We're wrapping up harvest at Kennedy Rice, so it's the perfect timing. And I really think that our our watchers um, and our consumers of Four Sisters want to hear about sustainability, about harvest, all the good things that we're doing. So I'm really excited to have them today with us. Um, Yeah, so the number one question that I want to ask, um, I guess, Ashley, to start with is, What's your biggest inspiration? Um, why did you choose farming as a career path? Well, so I'm third generation farmer. I don't know for sure if farming, you know, if I chose farming or it chose me. So I, and I can remember watching my grandfather, which was Ray Dixon, and he was such an inspiration for me for his hard work, his good work ethic. I farmed a little bit in Cuba, was a prominent farmer back in the 50s. A lot of our organic structure that comes from now is what they practiced back in the 50s, trying to control grass with water. And it's real similar. So, yeah, I'd say my grandfather, Ray Dixon. Love it. Well, how is harvest coming, Ashley? Um, So we're almost complete. We have 280 acres left of organic ratoon rice, which that's the second crop for you guys that don't know. And uh, as the, the millings are holding up really well. Uh, the yields are a little questionable, but it's a good quality crop uh, for, you know, the, what would be saying a good, healthy crop, milling-wise. Well, that's wonderful news. I know last year we were faced with many hurricanes, so oh, yeah. I was pretty proud that we were able to end this harvest on a good note. Um, so for your farmers out there that are listening, this is the first year we haven't used a one-inch cable to pull out these massive combines with bulldozers. So harvest has gone great. It's been a breeze. We've we've enjoyed it like you should. So let's just talk about sustainability for a second for the listeners out there, because this is a really hot topic right now. Um, And I just want to ask y'all, because this means a lot of things to a lot of different people. It's very controversial in many ways, but what does sustainability um, mean to you? And I know Chantel manages all of our sustainability, so maybe you can start. Well, I would say, I mean, like you said, sustainability is such a broad spectrum and it does. It means so many things to all different people and the way, and and some people think that, oh, organic makes it sustainable. And that's not, that's not true. Um, But I would say that to me is, is about sustainability is creating and maintaining um, your practices that's going to help you like for years down the road for your next generation and the generation after them. And if we all, if you look at it in a way of not just farming practices or not just these big conglomeration businesses that, you know, rule the world or whatever, not just them making small changes, but just you yourself as each person has makes a little small difference, whether it's in your everyday lifestyle. Absolutely. Whether it's just doing hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Right. I mean, just to make that small in your workplace, you know, turning out light switches, 
using um, one of the reusable bottles instead of water. I mean, it's simple. And it's, I think everybody needs to, if, if everybody kind of um, looked into it more, oh, sorry, um, looked into how they could just small little, little things that each person could do in their everyday lifestyles, um, we could just make a bigger difference sooner for those generations to come. And I know that, I mean, what do you think, Ashley? So, yeah, I mean, textbook definition is trying to conserve your natural resources so that mm -hmm. your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren will be able to, you know, have access to our resources like we do. Mm -hmm. That's textbook. But if you take it a little bit further, sustainable, and it's true, Meryl, you kind of coined that, that phrase that uh, it's been tossed around. It means so many different things yes. to so many people. So I agree. What it means to me as an individual, as a farmer, trying to be a good steward of the land, holding myself accountable, you know, saying what I mean, meaning what I say, those are all old terms for farmers. They can relate to that. So if we do the right thing and we use less to try to make as much rice or more, then we're, we're, we're sustainable. That's right. its integrity. So sustainable is here and it's mm -hmm. going to stay and it's catching on like wildfire. And it's kind of changing. You, we, need to, if it, we need to study up on it a little bit because changing your mindset somewhat and stepping out of the habits that we have, Absolutely. you know, that's wow. our biggest Change setback, is good. Somebody you know? told me once, change is good. Change is good. Wow. Wow. Nothing stays the same under the sun. Well, you know, the U.S. farmer um, in many ways doesn't get a lot of credit and we've been making huge strides to be more sustainable, right? Just to produce more, reduce cost for years. Um, and it's just about telling that story, in my opinion, getting out there, um, understanding what that means, and then being able to show the data to prove that, and then making other small changes to y'all's points that wow. could be monumental changes. Um, so we're, you know, I know um, we're as a company very committed to being more sustainable and and Chantel's point. Yeah, That's make right. that first step, even if it's a small step. I mean, if we all do that, and then, especially right. in our way of in the farming community, because it revolves around the environment, it's, it, it, it makes a big Im impact in our- yeah. well, Rice farmers in general have been so sustainable when they conserve their water using the water that mm -hmm. they do, the, the, the water fowl that comes in, you know, annually. We have a great ecosystem with rice, especially with organic rice taken in another cell. Mm -hmm. So how can you argue with a healthy food? It just right. makes sense. So that's yeah. really what brought me over. And just kind of a shout out to your farmers. Hey, these guys work hard. We know it. Farmers and ranchers, you know, they hold this world on their back. Like Meryl, you and I were talking about before uh, during COVID, they were all on their own. You guys mm -hmm. did great. They performed. It was business as usual. So have a, you know, a special place in your heart for a rice farmer or farmers in and, general. Um, I think the sustainability is catching on. It's not going to be a fad. It's it's here. It's, it's here to stay. It you know? is. Now I have such an appreciation for farmers and even probably more so even myself through COVID because really you, I think most consumers understood how 
how fragile the supply chain is, right? We're just all kind of used to going to the grocery store and buying food, whatever food we want. And it really does start at the farm level. And so that's mm-hmm. so important. And, and to kind of add on that a little bit, um, what's your favorite, what's your favorite part of being a farmer? So my specific favorite part is harvest. Okay. And, and I think anybody that comes out and sees what I've called before, that, that golden sea of rice, that's special, it's magical. Uh, being up early in the morning with the, you know, the red burst of the sun and the purples in the cloud, just outdoors in general is, is really special. So overall, I would not do well in a four by four. Well, we don't want you in a cubicle. I think so don't worry about like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about that. Um, so what's the best way um, to start your day? So my favorite way is right at daybreak and I, I just spoke to this but when the sun first breaks and you have this burning majestic sun that's peeping through and then you get these oh, these rays that are coming through that sets my stage and that's some of my inspiration and and what i like to start my day off with because i get this masterpiece that's made by god it's all natural and when that sum comes up, it's uh, it's true. I, I like, I enjoy it coming up. So that's my inspiration. Yeah. I get to hear it from him because I'm probably still. <laughs> I don't know if she's a day person. I'm not. I'm not a morning. morning. No. When I, I get up, I whistle and have a good time, and they want to come eat. I'm like oh. pulling the covers over, saying, "No, you're too early." So, what a be- what a beautiful way though to start your day, and um, oh, I know. You know, it really is. Um, inspirational to see that golden harvest. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. So it's just something that, um, most people don't get to experience. So, so I, I'm going to end the podcast with y'all sharing your favorite rice recipe as, as you know, Chantel, our sister patches loves to make recipes and to share them. And so we all are, have different cooking styles and different like ways we like to prepare food, but, um, just wanted to ask you what your favorite is. I'm probably more of the down home Southern cook, I guess, like, you know, learn from mom and I I don't, I have some new recipes that I'll try, but I'm not like the gourmet chef. I pass more patches as patches can. Yeah, I'm going to leave that one to patches too. Yeah. And you're, you've always been such a baker. I mean, you like just done, I just remember even when you were little, just being such like a baker of the family. But um, I would have to say probably with broccoli, cheese, and rice casserole, yeah. that's probably yeah. one of our favorite. We have it a lot. And with the holidays, it's kind of, it's, it's almost like a staple um, that we have. It goes so well with everything. You really can't go wrong with any dish. Yeah. So I like that one. And I, my favorite one is actually from the junior league of Monroe's um, cotton country cookbook. Okay. And it's just a simple recipe um, that it's it's easy to make. It's yummy. It's, um, um, patches now let me think she will do a variation to this family favorite and she will do heavy cream and like sauteed mushrooms and in the place of like using the the canned cream of mushroom or whatever and makes it just even better but um but she's 
I mean, that she had kind of shared some of her, every now and then I'll get some of her trade secrets. But, and what I like about dishes like that is you can really put any vegetable, not just broccoli. You can put, you know, asparagus or whatever and add a little chicken and you've got a whole meal. And for those that are in a hurry and I'm always, you know, waiting to the last minute. I'm not one of those that plans my meals out for the week. You know, I'm like, okay, what do I have in my fridge? What do I have in my pantry? So that's all. Can you freeze that as well? I believe, yes, I have okay. frozen that before. Okay. And yeah, um, that's a great holiday staple that you can make oh, ahead. Yes, you can make it ahead and you can make it like what I like to do and what my girls like to do because they're being off at college. When I make a dish like that, I'll double it and then I'll make extra and put it in the little reusable pans, you know, and I'll freeze it and take it to them at college. And then they think they've got a home cooked meal for mom. They they love it. They ask for it. I'm like, that's easy. That's an easy little gift I can give to you. And plus make sure they're being fed well. But, but that's probably one of our favorites. Well, Anything I'm, I'm going to be expecting you to bring that to Thanksgiving. Now. I will. I will. You've you yeah. got you me can, hungry. You put cheese and um, rice. We, uh, absolutely. It's the best. Yeah. I mean, you can't really beat that. <laughs> well, I can't think of a better way to celebrate harvest into a great harvest season than to have you both on the show and to show my appreciation personally to the both of you and to all of our farmer families. I think that it's says a lot um, for all the people out there that make sure that we are all are fed. And um, I appreciate y'all being on the show and Absolutely. love you both much. We yeah, and thanks for marketing it. the rice, Meryl. You're a valuable part of what we do. Right. So you make us look good, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You can't do you can't do much without the main ingredient. Um, well, it's a it's a team effort. Right? We're just thankful yeah. for a good year that we've yeah. had this year. After That's last right. year with the hurricanes and with COVID, all the farmers were due for a good year this year. Absolutely. Anyway, so well, viewers go out there and rice up your bowl. And um, thank you all for being on the show today. Yes, bye. 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 bye.